Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I'm Ed, and we have a guest this week, returning guest of the show. Hello! I rebranded since last time. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I switched from talking about porn to talking about podcasts while also talking about porn elsewhere, but we won't focus on that. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Hello, we have Gavin on. Uh, Gavin was on episode 24, I think? Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, about a year ago, on the uh, coupling episode. Yes. Man, that was... That was a fun one. Do you think coupling was worse than this show? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, coupling was at least, like, coherent. I tweeted something after watching it this morning that this was the least entertaining or it makes the least sense of any marvel thing i have seen yeah so we watched a uh backdoor pilot for essentially a ghost rider animated series Mm -hmm. but the pilot took place in episode i want to say it was season one episode five of Uh, the incredible hulk animated series entitled innocent blood innocent blood and that keeps coming up the idea of innocence it's a through line throughout the show I have you had you ever seen an episode of the Incredible Hulk animated series before? I didn't, but if I, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it feels like it's by the same people that did the uh, Fox Kids animated Spider-Man series. Maybe, but it's for ABC. Oh uh, yeah, so it probably wasn't then. It has that See, same the thing, look. The thing that really strikes me is, and this is gonna sound like a dig, but. All of the animation style looks like they were thinking of what toys they were going to make. You know that everyone has this blocky, cheap action figure look to them. Especially Hulk. Especially Hulk. And if you look at Ghost Rider's bike, they never animate a wheel. It's always like a glowing orange disc with some like cartoon flames coming off of it. It looks like they're going to use translucent orange plastic on the inevitable Ghost Rider bike toy when it comes out, you know? Right, if they ever had the chance. (laughs) Of course they didn't. (laughs) So yeah, um, this was a very, very confusing... For This is supposed to be a kid's show. This is a very confusing thing to watch. It's like they wanted to jam every single bit of Hulk canon in every single episode... Because this is around the time of that Spider-Man show, right? I believe so. This was 1997, I believe. And the uh, the, the Spider-Man show was famous for having episode-to-episode plot arcs where, like, kids had to keep up. It was like a comic. Like, if you just tune in, you were confused. And I guess that's one thing I can say about this. It does feel like a comic that I have just picked up and have no clue what's going on because there's Thunderbolt Ross is in this. The leader, Gargoyle, uh, Major Talbot is in it, Samson, like, all of these characters are mixing and meshing, and I was told this was a backdoor pilot to get the Ghost Rider a TV show. Yeah, so, like, I don't understand what their whole, like, game plan was to introduce that in the middle of what seemed to be an arc. Yeah. Because when I pitched this to you, it was based off of a synopsis I found elsewhere, maybe on Wikipedia where the synopsis says an experimental tranquilizer ray is shot at the Hulk 
and it poisons Bruce Banner. So they have to keep angering the, like the the base idea was Ghost Hunter or Ghost Hunter, <laughs> cooler a cool new Marvel villain for you. Uh, Ghost Rider is trying to hunt down the Hulk because he is under the assumption that Hulk is intentionally killing people, and he's this you know righteous tool. We never mention the devil in this, by the way. The uh, Ghost Rider, his whole thing is born of the devil. He's the devil's bounty hunter. In this, it's just like, he roams from town to town killing bad guys, and that's it. And he finds out the Hulk's not a bad guy, but then the synopsis just said, and since the Hulk is poison, he has to keep making the Hulk angry to keep him alive. I thought that was going to be a whole episode of figuring out new and interesting ways to make the Hulk mad without, one, leaving yourself in danger, and two, actually harming anyone. That would have been an interest. I would watch a movie about that, you know? Right. Like, that seems like it would be, like, a good Marvel animated movie. Meanwhile, we've got, like, seven plots happening at the same time. Yeah, so uh, I was reading up a little bit on this. Now, my uh, Ghost Rider knowledge is almost entirely based off of the Nick Cage film. Same. So, not even the second one, just the first one. Um, I did a little research when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. brought him on, because uh, apparently there are different versions of Ghost Rider, including one that is a centaur. I kid you not. Hold, He's does... not riding anything. <laughs> he is the ride. Now, do his hooves turn to flames? He does turn... He does... He, like, he does it, and he's got the skull. It it looks like the Ghost Rider on a horse, except, the, you know, one one action figure, one entity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, yeah, everyone's freaking out. He's got a car in the TV show. Yeah, like, ugh. see, I love Marvel, but like every comic book company had some like weird shit happen in it. Like, yep. especially yep. during like the 70s and 80s, like everybody was on coke. God, whose idea was it to say, you know what? <laughs> Let's take this mythical creature, set it on fire, set it on fire and have it hunt souls. <laughs> Uh, so what did you know what any of Ghost Riders I keep wanting to say other words besides Rider. I almost said ghost powder there for some reason. Try a new ghost powder. <laughs> <laughs> did you know any of his like power they do talk about the powers in the Nick Cage movie, like the stare. Yeah. Uh, the the soul stare is in this. That's at least a thing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if the penance stare is the same as the soul stare, but like I know penance stare, I've seen that around. For something like it's just been yeah. Like when he mentioned. did when he did that penance stare on who cares major guy, I I was waiting for like the eyes to rot out or whatever. <laughs> His eye, wait, Ghost Rider's eyes or Talbot's eyes? Talbot's eyes. Okay, that would make more sense because Ghost Rider ain't got no eyes. <laughs> Ghost Rider, as we all know, Ghost Rider ain't got no eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so perhaps we should actually start from the beginning on this one. <laughs> yeah. So um, so first off, this is the supposedly the Danny Ketch version of Ghost Rider, not the Johnny Blaze one. Johnny Blaze mm -hmm. was Nick Cage. The uh, episode starts off with a firefighter kind of hosing off a city because there's like a city block that's just like wrecked and on fire. And some kid pulls up on a motorcycle who we find out very late in the episode. His name is Rick, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But I just kept calling him Casey Jones because he looks oh my, like... yeah. He does. He fucking looks like Casey Jones from the Ninja Turtles. So 
if I keep referring to him as Casey Jones or Jonesy, that's why. Um, <laughs> Jonesy. Little Jonesy. Uh, he pulls up and he's just like, whoa, what happened? And the fighter, firefighter's just like, the Hulk happened. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be like this whole you ominous You better move thing. along, kid. Yeah. <laughs> this like old gruff dude's like, oh, I've seen some shit in my day. But man. And it. It looks like a nuke went off. Like, there's no street. It's just animated as rubble. When the firefighter says the Hulk happened, there are actual, like, flames animated in his eyeball. It's like a detail that is not necessary. Yeah, like, all of their budget went into that animation right there. Yeah. Uh, So then we uh, see Danny, a.k.a. Ghost Rider. (laughs) The Rider of Ghost. The writer of Ghost. He hold on a second. You just you just kind of pointed something out. Why is his name Ghost Rider? He doesn't ride ghosts. No, he doesn't. Well, it's a ghost of a bike apparently because later on that bike gets destroyed. It, it blows into pieces, and then like three shots later, he just has it again. After this encounter with the fireman, and the Ghost Rider kind of just drives off out of the cemetery. <laughs> um, because he has to be in a cemetery with the skull and whatnot. I think that's how every episode of his series would start and end. Just him in a cemetery brooding. Pretty much. Or like eating a banana or something. Because, yeah, I mean, potassium's important even when you're a skeleton. Exactly. Or like maybe he's chugging lighter fuel. I don't know. I don't know who put the effort into designing this character because like it's, it's Danny. What, what's the like this version of Ghost Rider's name? This one is Danny Ketch. Danny, okay, uh, Danny, his like not Ghost Rider form, the face looks like a discarded uh, pre-production art of Prince Eric from Beauty and the Beast. Like he's so <laughs> generic. I don't. He doesn't. He doesn't look. No one looks like a main character in this show. I forgot what Bruce Banner looked like as Banner a few times. Literally, the only one who's memorable, or okay, the only two that are memorable are Major Talbot. And General Ross because of their mustaches. Their mustaches and the fact that they are wearing uniforms. You're like, ah, yes, he's in the military. Yes, and knockoff Casey Jones. <laughs> Casey Jones. Yeah, that is a pretty... I don't, He's got a weird color thing going on. So we go into the uh, really, really confusing introductory like title sequence by blowing uh red mcgee off the side of the he sees ghost rider in his rearview mirror and his reaction is someone's on fire i should help and that's such a quintessential (laughs) 90s thing to say someone's on fire i should do the right thing and then he dies because of it and like you can go compare that to what gavin just said his voice sounds identical to that it's that type of voice like the (laughs) oh my god I'm the do-gooder of the show. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we have that bizarre title sequence. A lot of people make jokes about doing a minute-by-minute or or frame-by-frame podcast of something because uh, movie review podcasts get a little too detailed and finite in discussing something, but I feel one could do a second-by-second where each episode of this podcast would talk about one second of footage from the Incredible Hulk animated series intro, and there would be enough to talk about every single episode because there's so... (laughs) It's weird. It's like an experimental film. He runs through a... Bruce Banner runs through a canyon with Betsy, and the canyon 
breaks apart and then they're standing on a piece of rock shaped like a star and that star morphs into a star on Thunderbolt Ross's shoulder and he's a giant and he grabs Betsy away and Bruce falls into the void like it gets real weird <laughs> someone could tell me that David Lynch directed that sequence and it wouldn't surprise me there's like one shot that has I kid you not nine Hulk villains in it at the same time as if like in that 12 frames I'm supposed to be like ooh I know all those yeah, so um, after the title sequence, we have uh, Rick, a.k.a. Casey Jones. He is falling off the bridge because Ghost Rider kind of pushed him off the bridge when he blew past him. And then yep. his chain kind of comes and saves him. And he's like, you're innocent. I can't hurt you. <laughs> and it's like a weird, yep. like, echoey voice. Oh, yeah. Also, the echoey voice is none other than Richard Grieco. So all you uh, 21 Jump Street fans out there. There you go. Huh. I didn't I didn't know that. You you know what? You're I, dropping all the Wikipedia knowledge. I I I looked up two different wiki pages and here we are. <laughs> Man, can't wait to see your suggested ads after this. You love centaurs on fire? Well, check out this romance novel. <laughs> centaurs on fire. Like it works on two different levels. Exactly. <laughs> So um, then we see Bruce Banner. He is in a uh, soup kitchen. And this, I, I have a note on that. I started a like, file on my phone to take notes, specifically because of what happens here. He's talking into a portable recorder, and he mentions the soup kitchen being like, where all unlucky souls go to rest or something like that. There are other people in this soup kitchen <laughs> including like actual homeless people and this dude who looks like he's just like some jackass reporter is like man the scum of the earth end up here like i can hear you dude <laughs> i wish there was a scene where some guy like looked over to him in disgust and like picked up his soup and walked away oh and then a nun shows up so you know something bad's gonna happen to her at some point pretty much and she's like oh here's some soup for you take your time Oh, wait, are you guys about to close up? I'm so sorry. No, dearie, take your time. And she just kind of goes back. Which means, that totally means we're closing in like five minutes. You need to, you need to go. Yeah, that's like retail lingo for like, please hurry the fuck up. I got, I got stuff to do when I get home. <laughs> She's got none stuff to do. And apparently her stuff to do is close a door too hard that causes a pot to fall off a shelf and hit a gas line that then ignites a fireball that blows Bruce Banner across the room and he just stands up like it was nothing. Yeah, and also the flame that this pot was cooking on was purple. Yes, yes it was. I don't know what stylistic choice they made there. <laughs> what is the deal, and this is more of a Marvel question. What's the deal with Marvel? <laughs> well, we Mark, why is every other Hulk villain also Hulk green in some fashion? Be it Thunderbolt Ross wearing green for his military uniform to the leader who is in this episode for no reason. It, the leader just looks like the Hulk but skinny with the penis for a head, which my girlfriend kept bringing up every time he was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> he... <sighs> God, I don't understand what he was doing there. He seemed like the Rita Repulsa of this show. Yes. 
except he does nothing. Yeah, he doesn't, like, send out, like, Goldar or something. He just kind of, like, goes, hey, Gargoyle, go spy on the Hulk. And Gargoyle just, like, complains. It's just Mark Hamill doing a voice complaining. That's all it is. Yeah, that's literally all those scenes are. There's so many details jam-packed in this episode that you don't need. So when they get to important things, they all happen so fast, you just feel like, what happened here? It was so bizarre. And apparently the leader wanted a strain of the Hulk's hair for his DNA. Maybe that's, like, something that's going to come back. Yeah, I think that's where we're leading into, like, abomination, maybe. I... All of my experience with Hulk canon is my library had the ultimate Marvel guide to the Incredible Hulk that had, like, it was basically a printed out Wikipedia page of every Hulk villain and important arc that had happened so far. <laughs> so, after that, uh, the he tries to save the nun. He hulks out, and old Hulkster is just like, you know what, I'm gonna do good right now and try and save this nun. And Ghost Rider, like, pulls up in the middle of this exploded kitchen. And is just like, oh, hell no. I'm going to save this nun. <laughs> and after that, they're outside. And, like, they're, like, gearing up for a fight. And Hulk does this weird backflip over a fucking skyscraper. Yes, he does. Because the Hulk has the power to jump super far. But we never talk about it. Because no matter what version of the Hulk you're doing, it looks stupid <laughs> it looked horrible like ugh. i don't think this television show even with marvel being high on the hog right now th this is a live action tv show could never exist because this cartoon yo-yos between banner and the hulk so many times it would be prohibitively expensive to show that in a live act because the cgi bill would just be huge Seriously, like, they didn't do a live-action Ghost Rider because they couldn't afford it, <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, when they did it on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with, uh, I, I think that one's also Danny Chase, I forget the one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Car Ghost Rider, he only transforms, I think, twice, and there's, like, a, a fight scene, and they specifically make it so that he lights his sword on fire, but his skull face doesn't come out until the very end of the fight, because then they would have had to do, uh a really fastly cut fight scene where the CGI head's always there. And they just substitute in, like, a flaming melon when it's, like, the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. Speaking of, Ghost Rider in this, his skull looks ridiculous and has a tongue. Yeah, he looks kind of like Skeletor if Skeletor yeah. was on fire. It just really, like, you could tell the animators were told, okay, it's an empty skull. So just work with that. I know he doesn't have lips, so the, the lip syncing is not going to look good because it's literally just teeth opening and closing. And whoever was doing the animation thought, well, you can't tell what plosive he's doing unless you put a tongue in there, so I'll just make the tongue on fire too. <laughs> like, And, like, I'm not sure if it was just me, but it looks like the line work on the skull was super thin compared to everybody else. Oh, it was. It definitely was. Oh, it was so weird. So, um... Ghosty turns back to Danny, and he's just like, you're safe now, Mrs. Nunn. Mrs. Nunn. Yes, Mrs. Nunn. And uh, we cut to a lab where Betty Ross and another character who I did not find out who it was, but he has green hair and he's apparently a doctor. 
Oh, uh, uh, green hair guy? Yeah. He is working on a trank gun to suppress the Hulk. But it doesn't really work. And General Ross and Major Tablet walk in, and they're just like, we need that. The Hulk's out. And Betty's just like, no, you can't use it. I refuse to let you use it. It's not working. And Thunderbolt Ross, this man's nickname is Thunderbolt, and he just goes, you refuse? Okay, fine. Okay, fine. And then while she walks away, again, it's like, I'm right here. He just turns to the other dude and goes, hey, just take that. Yeah, literally, like, whispers under his breath, like, you know we're gonna fucking use that, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I paid for that. (laughs) Also, keeping up the theme, uh, Doc Samson, uh, who's basically... According to Wiki, he's just the Hulk psychiatrist, (laughs) and he also got exposed to gamma radiation, so he has super strength, so he can, like, muscle it out with Hulk occasionally. Uh, He's green. He's got green hair. We're keeping keeping a through line here, kids. Don't worry. Yeah, so after that is when we get our first meeting with the leader, and he's basically just kind of spying on Dr. Sampson and Betty. The leader basically is just a bad Venture Brothers bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So then we cut back to the nun and she's giving to she's giving her statement to the police about what's happening. And Casey Jones comes back and he smells the ground and he's just like, smells like sulfur again. Or what was the line? It was like sulfur or as the good book at the orphanage said, brimstone. (laughs) Yeah brimstone like, this is a very <laughs> catholic show like we're, we're referencing the bible and like catholic uh, uh mythology a lot it wouldn't surprise me if the fucking veggie tales showed up that's how like <laughs> like that's how how catholic it starts to get it's weird <laughs> after that it cuts back to the choppers in the air following the hulk and major a lot of helicopters lot of them and major talbot comes in it's just like yeah you guys can leave i got it from here and he pats (laughs) he pats the fucking trank ray that he has sitting in his lap he says hulk now it's you and me and this baby makes three was that a cut to was that a cut to commercial moment i i forget if it faded to black there i think it might have i was just gonna say that line screams cut to commercial yeah it was so ridiculous too like, nobody speaks like that, let alone speaks to themselves like that. <laughs> like, who is he saying that for? God. And then we come back from commercial, and uh, Casey Jones is on his motorcycle. He's hopping a police barricade, trying to get up to the Hulk. Like, I can save him. And then freaking Ghost Rider just, like, drives right past him. And he's just like, ugh, I did all that work, and he just fucking flies over. <laughs> and... Essentially, they confront each other, and Casey Jones is like, Listen, you can't hurt the Hulk, he's my friend. Well, a grave injustice looms over him. A grave injustice looms over him. Which, I don't know if he meant that as a pun. Like, a grave injustice? Casey Jones tries to stop the Ghost Rider by grabbing his flaming fucking motorcycle with his bare hands. And that is totally a script-required thing because he has to touch something flaming so that the Ghost Rider can be like, the ghost flames don't hurt you. You are pure of heart. 
he sounds really medieval all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, and then he hops on uh he hops on Ghost Rider's motorcycle. Without asking. Yeah, he doesn't ask. He just says, I'm coming with you. And like, again, this thing's on fire. This kid is not thinking. Not at all. Sure, your hands didn't hurt, but like, you don't know if like your butt's gonna get torched. Is your butt pure of heart? Did we yeah. establish this? Are those Jenko jeans you're wearing? Are those pure of heart? Definitely not. Definitely not. They're Jenkos. Look at all those pockets. <laughs> I just love that he hops on the bike and Ghost Rider's like, okay, and then just guns it and they do a sick jump over a pile of garbage. Yeah, it's uh, it's so fucking weird. So uh, we get back to the uh, the climactic scene of Major Talbot fighting with the Hulk. Hulk jumps at the helicopter, takes it down, and... It goes through, like, four floors of the building. And the building's still standing somehow. Yeah. We're definitely in a pre-9-11 animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he sees a picture with a red-headed lady in it, and he just keeps going, Betty? And I'm like, no. Betty? She's Betty's blonde, you big green idiot. <laughs> even the cartoon kind of agrees with you because they do like a crossfade so that it may you see through the hulk's eyes and it's betty in the picture frame for a hot second yeah like it has to like point it has to reiterate like no this is not betty <laughs> like remember kids you have to get the action figure of betty and this lady yeah it's a it's sold separately this picture frame <laughs> <laughs> so hulk starts turning back into bruce banner Again. And then the fucking idiot Talbot goes, oh, he's Banner again. I'm going to shoot him. And he turns back into the Hulk. Obviously. Because, because he, yeah. Just fucking got shot. So obviously he's going to be pissed. And Ghost Rider blasts through the fucking wall and grabs Talbot, brings him outside. Hulk starts fucking thrashing around and essentially destroys the building and it collapses on him. And... Ghost Rider does his soul stare or penance stare. I forget which one he says on Talbot. Yeah. And we see all these flashbacks of like Talbot with a bazooka shooting at the Hulk. It's basically a montage of the Hulk getting hit in the stomach with something and then hitting a wall behind him. Pretty much. And then there's like that weird mousetrap-esque like cage that they drop on him and he starts punching. Yeah. And Ghost Rider's just like, Oh, I see. It's all your fault. <laughs> oh, you're the bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. And he says, like, if if Hulk dies, the blood is on your hands. And then all of a sudden, Talbot's just like, oh, my God, all the blood is on my hands. I'm changed. <laughs> I'm a changed man. I just got a text message from the writers of the show. They have too many bad guys. I need to I need to be cut. My, my five episode arc is uh it's dropped down now. <laughs> so Betty and uh, Dr. Sampson get there. Dr. Sampson's wearing a suit that looks like if Shazam turned his uh, lightning bolt sideways and also didn't have the cape. Thank you. It is so early teens circus act strongman looking. It's insane. Like, it looks like if Shazam and Captain Planet had a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that really nails it. Because, like, I didn't know what to... Th I didn't know who it was for a hot second. It was only the green hair that really sold it. Because, again, 
I didn't do a lot of research into the Hulk canon <laughs> before watching this. So we find out that uh, the Ray poisoned Hulk, and if he turns back to Banner, Banner's gonna die. And the Hulk is getting very sleepy. Yes, he's getting the sun's getting real low. That's when they're just like, we gotta fucking keep pissing him off. We gotta keep him as the Hulk. And, you know, it's working for a little bit. There's the cool, the coolest part of this scene is right here, though. Because uh, Ghost Rider gets the net before everyone else and realizes what has to be done. So he wraps Banner in his chain and then telekinetically has the, the fire bike ride around them in a circle to make a wall of fire. And you start saying stuff like, think about all the times you've been hurt. Like, he knows what to do. And he, he it's a really visually interesting thing to happen. And then he hulks out and just punches Ghost Rider. And we're just not going to talk about Ghost Rider for a bit. <laughs> Pretty much. And then we get, like, Samson starts uh, thrashing on Hulk. And he throws a train on him. And Ghost Rider goes, oh, no, you killed him. And Samson's just like, I wish. And then Hulk yeah. busts out and starts fighting both of them. Can we talk about how they magically go back in time, seemingly, when they get into this train yard? Because in the background, it looks like they told the background animator to be like, just draw a train. So he draws a early, like late 1800s, early 1900s steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and there's like, there's pretty much nothing in this train yard for anybody to be thrown into. So Hulk picks up Samson yep. and throws him into a rack of bars, but poorly animated bars. Like it's because why not? Yeah, it's like basically just a block of silver until he gets thrown into it, and then we realize it's bars because bars start falling down on him. And can we talk about how the Hulk has a significant amount of dialogue as the Hulk? He does, like a surprising amount. And it's Lou Ferrigno for some reason. Like it's cool that he got a paycheck out of it, but there's a lot of Hulk sleepy, Hulk angry. Betsy, like, <laughs> I feel like they brought him in one day and just said, like, okay, here's all the like words we think you're gonna use. We'll just piece them together afterwards. Then we get to the the the, the penultimate moment where uh, to keep him hulkified, Betsy and Casey Jones run up and they're like, they basically do what happens in every dog movie. You go home. We don't want you anymore. You're not our friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you want to hear? We hate you? Well, fine. We hate you. <laughs> like that type of thing. And he hulks out, but then says, Hulk confused. <laughs> Hulk have no friends. <laughs> he And I thought, oh, he's going to run away. He's going to run away. And that's the end of the episode. In the next episode, it's going to be them chasing down the Hulk to be like, no, we were lying to save you. Please turn into Bruce so we can have a serious conversation about this. But now they just go, no, 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 we were lying, Hulk. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Hulk not sleepy anymore. Hulk not sleepy anymore. And then Ghost Rider's just like, okay, cool, I'm done here. And his bike, which was destroyed in the fight, is magically back together. And he floats away on it like fucking Mary Poppins. <laughs> I don't know. It, I'm not like, like I said, I'm not very well versed in the Ghost Rider lore, but can the bike fly? Uh, I've never seen it fly in the two Ghost Rider movies I've seen. <sighs> Man, this, this show's so fucking weird. 
I think there's just like lower gravity on the Hulk's version of Earth here. Or maybe like the Hulk just like sucks up so much of the gravity that it's yeah. not being shared amongst everyone equally. Because <laughs> that's how gravity works, I think. So there's that's just it's such an insane. I always heard le- I heard legend of the <laughs> UPN Marvel cartoons. I think it was this and Iron Man. There might have been another one. But I always heard legends that they were ridiculously bad. And then we watch this. And now you know just how bad they can be. It's just, it's blocky animation. It's weird. The fan base doesn't care, even today. Because, like, I told Ed this as soon before we started recording. I opened up the, not the first wiki I found, but a fandom wiki, hulk.wikia.com. The first sentence of the synopsis says, The Hulk finds himself in Hollywood being hunted by Ghost Rider. Uh, the whole episode, they keep saying, Here in Chicago. The Hulk is in Chicago. We need to go to the Windy City. And even in the box of info on the bottom right of this wiki page where it's got, you know, a thumbnail for the episode, what episode number it is, air date and all that, it says location, Chicago. So someone edited this and went, I remember that at fuck. I think it was in Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Like, eh, fuck it. I don't care. Flashback a couple years. It was one of the writers of that episode being like, fuck, I don't remember. Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, the Ghost Rider backdoor pilot. Not a lot of Ghost Rider in the episode, really. No, not a lot. I would say probably about, like, 25% Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick little break and be right back with our pitches. Hello, fellow skin suits. This is Angel and Ember. Deep down, do you have a secret passion for true crime, sarcasm, inappropriate jokes, but you still want to hear all those lovely details? However, you still need a little bit of humor to get you through those dark moments? Then come hang out with us over at the Color Me Dead podcast. We try to balance both humor and facts perfectly. We also go on some pretty extraordinary squirrel hunts. (laughs) We can be found on iTunes and all other podcast apps. Come over to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and see us at Color Me Dead podcast for the latest updates and gory chat. We release on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays we wear murder. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets and stay out of chalk lines. So Gavin, before we get to the pitches, I was wondering what kind of a uh, weird other Marvel character spinoffs do you think we would have gotten out of this incredible Hulk show? Uh... Quite frankly, I feel like you could have dumped basically anybody in that wasn't Captain America. If they weren't OG Avengers, you could probably sneak them in and no one would be like, wait a minute. Like, uh, who's the who's the guy that's getting adapted by um, Spielberg's Blackhawks, I think? The, 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 that crew? Yeah. I think it's Blackhawks. Yeah, I, like a... a, a aggressively boring concept of they're World War II fighter pilots that are still, they didn't age or whatever. Like, you could slip that into the Hulk really easily. I would have loved if we had done a lot of backdoor pilots of characters who do not contain the color green because (laughs) the visual aesthetic of this show is just bland. Browns, blacks, greens. It's very Earth-tony. All the bad guys are green. 
the helicopters are like this muted gray. It's not cool to look at. It looks almost post-apocalyptic. Yeah, which is weird because there are some really cool post-apocalyptic Hulk storylines. Like there's one really sad one I read about where it's so far in the future, humanity has nuked itself to death and radiation poisoning killed Bruce. Like right the second before Bruce Banner dies, he hulks out. And then the Hulk spends several hundred years just wandering around knowing that if he ever stops being pissed off, he dies. Man, that's depressing. And then we got like old man Logan. Where like Yeah, old man, yeah. Where basically he just fucks his cousin and has hillbilly children. <laughs> that's what that's what we need. We need a spin-off series of Old Man Logan that would make no sense because the X-Men show was on the air at the time. That's true. But like how great would that be if we had like a very bizarre like somebody just heard the the name Old Man Logan. They were just like, "Oh, we we don't need to read that. We got this." And it's basically we got, we got this. We nailed this. <laughs> it's just Wolverine, just like as an old guy, just somewhere in the back of the writers' room. You just hear one guy. You, one guy is finally reading it after they've committed to five episodes of it, and you just hear from behind a closed door, "Who dies?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool if we had like Vision in here, but like we have an oh yeah, we have an old man Vision, where he's like just old and outdated, has a digital beard on his face. See, that's the problem with superheroes is you start having the Goku versus Superman fight with the Hulk because, like, theoretically, if he is mad enough, he can't be killed. But we've never really... I don't... I, I'm not super knowledgeable about Hulk's powers beyond that the idea that the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets exponentially. So he could fight someone like marvel's knockoff of superman and be fine so when you start being like oh well we're gonna have thanos fight the hulk like what's what's stopping that from being an infinite fight you know that's pretty much yeah especially like if we it i'll mention like this isn't really a spoiler of infinity war but like because it happens in the first couple minutes and yeah. also it's been out for like three or four weeks at this point and every single person in the world has spoiled it. Exactly. Here's, here's a not spoiler for Infinity War. None of it matters because there's a part two. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, like like you mentioned, like Thanos goes up against the Hulk in the first couple of minutes. And like, he doesn't kill him. He just beats the shit out of him, like smashes him into fucking walls and shit. Yeah. And like, he just turns back to Banner is perfectly fine. But yeah. Uh, what kind of episodes of this Ghost Rider series do you think we would have seen? Oh, the thing, even, even though the Ghost Rider, I think he looks ugly. The bike isn't very cool. Like, I, I want more detail, but you can't get more detail in 90s UPN cartoons. I think it would have been a really cool, maybe Supernatural before Supernatural happened, where it's kind of a Monster of the Week thing, where he has to basically jump around the United States, all these interesting new-looking locales, maybe the world, and just right wrongs. And I guess the twists of the episodes would always be, like, ways to separate him from the bike. Like, we've got a murderer on this cruise ship. What? <laughs> so you get opening, opening shot is uh, 
this cruise ship it's like an up, downward angle and you see a light on the distance and you think it's the sun setting but it's actually like the bike riding over the water leaving behind a trail of flames <laughs> just drives up the side of the boat and then the rest of the episode we don't talk about the bike it's just him cruising around not using the flame maybe he stays ghost rider the whole time that's the other thing i don't want to see the human guy's face I want Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style disguises to hide the flaming skull. I need like a trench coat and a big fedora. See, I was just thinking that when you said like he tries to sneak the bike onto the onto the cruise ship. I thought you were thinking like in Scooby-Doo, the live action movie where they just put a fucking dress and a hat on Scooby. Oh, yeah. And there's like, it's my grandma. He just puts like a hat on it. It's just like, this is my aunt bicycle. <laughs> yes, Auntie. Yes. <laughs> She's going through menopause. She's got hot flashes. <laughs> I knew I knew a flame pun was gonna happen, but that was the best possible moment for it. It's the only time. Only time for it. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't want things to get too heated. Uh, uh so yeah, uh, I think uh, what I would want what I would want out of a ghostwriter show, two things. One him in situations where if he were to transform it would screw him over like maybe he has to go uh uh he's trying to he's trying to nail a lawyer so he's in a courthouse a lot and he has to stay like normal dude um that would also open up a fun daredevil crossover if they wanted to uh because there's only one lawyer in all of the marvel universe and it's daredevil uh, <laughs> or situations where if he transforms back, he will immediately get killed or something like that. Because this Hulk episode really did nail on something I love about superhero stories. The power is either being a hindrance or you have to heavily rely on that power or you will be permanently killed. So there's like actual stakes at hand, not just Ghost Rider shows up into town. There's a quadruple murderer running an ice cream store. The ice cream starts melting. The murderer looks up. It's Ghost Rider. They do the pennant. They do the pennant stare. His eyes rot out of his head. Ghost Rider leaves. Nothing of interest happened. <laughs> yeah, they would have to definitely find ways to kind of, and I'm sure, like I said in the comics, they probably do that. They find ways to kind of hinder the powers. Yeah, I'm sure they'd find like weird, wacky ways to do that. Like maybe like he goes to. He goes to see uh he goes to England and it's just fucking raining all the time. He can't turn into a flame monster. <laughs> or if he does, there's just like a huge column of steam over him the entire time so bad guys can tell he's coming from miles away. <laughs> or or they like get too close to him he's just like where'd they go? Oh fuck, where'd they go? I can't see anything. <laughs> oh god. Oh Mephisto, help me. <laughs> Who knew these powers would come back to haunt me? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there would definitely be a Nick Cage cameo of some sort. Like, he, oh yeah, he yeah, comes yeah. in as Johnny Blaze, and he's just like, "What the fuck? I thought I was the only Ghost Rider." And they like either that or it's like pre Ghost Rider Johnny Blaze, so he's still a stunt performer, and like it's very tongue in cheek where he's like, "That'll never happen to me." Looks at camera. <laughs> And then we cut immediately to the beginning of Ghost Rider, the 2007 film. It was really weird when five episodes of that Ghost Rider TV show went live action. <laughs> and, like, Nick Cage just came out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It was just unexpected. 
and expensive. Man. Yeah, like something like maybe like after he becomes Ghost Rider in the movie, he comes back to the TV show or something. And like they have to have a Ghost Rider yeah. off. Like they're like, we're besties, but like something we have a, like our own little civil war going on. And we want to see who's the best Ghost Rider. I would have loved if we maybe maybe somehow get rid of the Nick Cage one and give the character a little bit more gravi- gravitas. But could you imagine how interesting Civil War and Infinity War and all these like recent Avengers and Captain America things would have been if there was a Ghost Rider in the mix because he's not allied with anyone? Right. Or like it'd be kind of like um in the Civil War comics where Doctor Strange kind of like isolates himself and just kind of. He's like, yeah, I'm not part of this. And like the watchers show up. They're like, we're, we're just here to watch. Because like you could have that whole plot thread in Winter Soldier about them hunting down Bucky. And it's not, oh, no, if the government gets Bucky, he's done. There's just Ghost Rider messing things up the whole time and they can't stop him. That would be pretty interesting if like Black Panther could team up with Ghost Rider to be like, we're getting Bucky. <laughs> Maybe like Johnny Storm could show up for one episode. Yeah. Like they, he's like jealous because he's just like, there's another Firebase dude here. I'm not famous anymore. So like he's trying to upstage Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider's like, oh yeah. Ghost Rider, he's like, come on, dude. Like, I need this. <laughs> I need a. Uh... I need an episode where he goes to like an Old West replica town and has to wear a cowboy hat. And for some reason, the cowboy hat does not burn up when it retransforms. Because it's pure of heart. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a that was a wild ride. <laughs> Man, so many Ghost Rider puns that could be made. <laughs> Submit your favorites on Twitter. <laughs> Submit them to Marvel. <laughs> Not too loudly, they might make them. <laughs> or they might sue you. <laughs> Need to ditch your social security card, go off the grid. Marvel is of everywhere. <laughs> oh, maybe they send Ghost Rider after you. Ooh. That's the worst time. That is the worst possible way to meet Nick Cage is on the run from Marvel. <laughs> That could be a good, like, buddy comedy. Like, they enlist the help of Nick Cage. Like, hey, man, you were inside this dude's flaming skull for so long. I need your help to evade him. Nice. Especially especially if you get Nick Cage from that movie where he could see seven seconds into the future. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yes. What would the sequel Oof. to that be called? Next-er? <laughs> Nexted. Next-tell. Sponsored by Next-tell. <laughs> yeah i think uh, i think that's gonna do it for this episode um yep gavin thank you thank you for coming on if people want to follow you how would they do so uh you can find me on twitter at the pod report t-h-e-p-o-d-r-e-p-o-r-t i also run a podcast review website called thepodreport.wordpress.com because i'm a cheap person who can't afford the website domain <laughs> in full uh that's where you can find me and i have links to all my other stuff there as well and uh, speaking of domain names, uh, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned fakebutts.com was up for sale. That now redirects to unaired podcast. So I love it. If you uh, if you don't use fakebutts.com, then what are you doing? 
<laughs> what are you doing with your life? I paid $12 for that, so you can go on to fakebutts.com and listen to podcasts. But yeah, but yeah um, follow us on Twitter, at Honored Podcast. That's basically all of our social media uh, nom de plumes. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm Ed. I'm Gavin. Uh, thanks for listening, and just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. Nailed it. We are the Derailers, Goobs, Ripkin, and Jenny Bean, and you can join us once every week for a brand new derailment. It includes sidetracking, randomness, we just can't stay on topic. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Derailers. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube. Derailers!